Welcome to this month's Millennial Spotlight, brought to you by Lead with Intention. I'm Leslie Bosserman, Executive Coach and Lifestyle Strategist, partnering with Millennial Leaders and their managers. The purpose of these conversations with Millennial Changemakers is to deepen and extend the dialogue around how to lead with intention. This month, we're focusing on the intention of entrepreneurship and how to turn your vision into a reality that impacts the lives of many people and serves a much greater purpose. So I'm here today with Ashley Meyer, a practicing attorney, a former professional organizer, and a mother of two active and fun boys. Uh, when she became a mom, she says that her type A do-it-yourself personality just really didn't seem to fit. And she's here today to share more with you about how she learned to innovate, to find kind of her new normal, and what she created to serve a bigger community. So welcome, Ashley. We're so excited to have you here. Thank you so much, Leslie. I'm super excited to be here. Yeah. So tell us more about yourself. Yeah. So I am a full-time practicing attorney. I'm a partner in a law firm with my husband, who is also an attorney. I was raised by two attorneys, both my parents, and I have a passion for working moms. So my mom growing up actually was not an attorney. She was a working mom who was relentless in her passion for not only working, that was very important to her. She got a lot of satisfaction out of that, but also in motherhood. So my mom worked full time. She went to college when she had three young kids. Uh, she ran marathons relentlessly, and she was such a vision of beauty, grace, and power. And so growing up, I always had this vision of what motherhood would look like for me. Yeah. And it was a very interesting transition uh, when I moved into motherhood and marriage. So my husband and I have been together 10 years this summer. Uh, we waited until both of us were done with law school and practicing to have our first son, Brian. And then after Brian, 14 and a half months later, came Easton. Nice. And we love them both. And I'm a fiery redhead. My husband is like Choctaw Indian Greek and... Uh, Mexican, a few other things, but he looks like the most country white boy you'll ever meet. <laughs> both, both of our boys ended up with fiery red hair. And Fabulous. Uh, it is uh, on the outside a beautiful journey. But for me, the journey was not so beautiful sometimes inside. And it was definitely a transition of seeing how powerful my mom was and co being confused why I couldn't live up or hold up or feel the way I always thought she felt. And uh, it was interesting when I had children and I started struggling. I ended up with postpartum depression after my second son. And um, I felt very lost. I had accidentally started this community of mompreneurs connecting locally here in West Sacramento, California. And I realized very quickly that if I hadn't started that group, I don't know what my journey into motherhood would have looked like. And I don't know if I would have been able to overcome postpartum depression and anxiety in the same way. Mm. So as much of the as this community poured into my motherhood and my adjustment and my realization that my mom didn't always feel as powerful as I saw her. And she didn't always feel as put together and driven and passionate as I saw her. All of us moms, all of these entrepreneurs really, but mompreneurs, entrepreneurs alike, we have these internal struggles that sometimes people don't see. And we, you know, we go through life and we push and we go and we have a public image and it's not us not being authentic, but it's us pushing to drive ourselves to achieve whatever it is we're going after. And in the meantime, we're inspiring people along the way and we have no idea. So I started this community accidentally of mompreneurs and now it turned out that it it really defined my transition into motherhood and into mompreneurship, which was not a concept I even knew anything about prior to having kids 
and really for a while after I had kids. So it was a beautiful journey, and I'm very blessed to have my amazing working mom who even went to law school at 43 with young kids and uh, many other uh, challenges along the way. So my working mom inspired me to be uh, what I am today and uh, unknowingly (laughs) was one of my challenges uh, that inspired me to find my version of normal in this mompreneur and entrepreneurial journey. And what, what a legacy there when you, when you describe your mom and your, your vision of her and your relationship with her. I talked to so many other millennials who were either inspired by a mentor or a teacher or a parent, someone that they held not necessarily on a pedestal, but they saw them mm-hmm. for their full potential. And you're right. You don't always see the behind the scenes messy bits. Um, but I think that's where we can connect across those lines and, and kind of yeah. share in that entrepreneurial journey. Uh, when you're looking at the, the mompreneurs or the entrepreneurs who you feel are successful, and that's such a relative term, oh, when you're looking yes. at the qualities that they possess, what are the things that set them apart? So when I look at successful entrepreneurs, and success is defined in many ways, like you mentioned. Some people, it's monetarily. Sometimes it's balance. Sometimes it's a blend of the two. Sometimes it's joy. Sometimes it's all of them. It should, it really should be all of them. But when I look at successful people, the people that I see as successful, consistently, the qualities that they possess are an intensive commitment to preparation They never go into a situation unprepared, whether it's meeting with a new client, they research that client, whether it's launching a new social media platform or a podcast like you're doing, preparation, preparation, preparation. So they know what to expect and they're never caught off guard Uh, or when they are, they know what to do. Second is consistency. Consistency is key. Most people have a plan and then they kind of plot the initial parts of that course and then they hit a roadblock or something and it knocks them off and they don't follow through. So that consistency is vital to actually meeting your ultimate goal and pushing through those hard times, just remaining consistent. And probably third and definitely not last, but not least, it's really a relentless passion for their vision. So, so many people have these beautiful entrepreneurial ideas and want to pursue a certain path, but they don't really have a clear vision. And without a clear vision, you really can't be consistent and you can't really prepare properly because you don't really know what you're doing. So you have to have a clear vision and you have to have intensive passion for that vision. So I'd say preparation, consistency, and absolutely a clear vision about what you're doing and why you're doing it. And those people that have those characteristics characteristics locked in are the ones that I see not only succeeding, but succeeding rapidly. I think rapid success is found in those things. So Ashley, tell me how those three qualities you just mentioned have really inspired you around your work with Mommies Hiring Mommies. So the one thing that Mommies Hiring Mommies has brought to me, because it was a community started by accident uh, after I had my first son, and then now it's a community I can't live without, and I don't know how I didn't intentionally create it. But I've realized that that community forces me in a way, in a good way, to drive preparation and consistency and really put myself out as an example. I, you know, I make mistakes just like everybody else, but I have to be consistent with my vision to make sure that I have the opportunity to inspire other mompreneurs like myself 
who might have had that struggle in that journey along the way in that transition to motherhood. It's such a hard transition. And even just a transition into entrepreneurship is a hard transition. So when you're going from a working individual into entrepreneurship, there's a lot of uh, surprises along the way. There's some expectations that may or may not be met. So now running this community, I know I have to prepare. For example, I have a big retreat coming up. It's a full weekend retreat. And I know that if I'm going to deliver amazing content and an incredible experience and inspire other women and other attendees to feel the joy and passion and inspiration and possibility in what they're doing, I have to prepare not only that, if I want to sell tickets, I have to ensure that I am consistent in my marketing, that people understand what it is we're doing, the vision for the event, why we're doing things, why as a community, we're so passionate about the mission of inspiring the mompreneur and helping that person joy in the journey of both motherhood and business. You know, when we go on these entrepreneurial journeys, sometimes we lose a sense of ourselves and our opportunity. And so we have to make sure that along the entrepreneurial journey, we're not only caring for the things we love, but for ourselves and our businesses. So there's threefold. And then I really have to be clear about the vision for mommies hiring mommies. There's now that I've started it, I've realized how many mompreneur communities are out there. It's really funny because when I started it, I really felt like I couldn't find any. So I know there's been a big explosion of them, but I have to be really clear on my vision for what it means because there's so many opportunities uh, for me to say monetize the group or, you know, change the vision or add one more feature or push one more product. And I have to be really clear about why I'm doing what I'm doing. So for me, the reason why I do what I do, the reason why I've had no problem pouring my heart, my soul, my passion, my extra time, my midnight hours, my personal money into this community is because I believe that there is power in the motherhood and in the mompreneur journey. And so these women need the opportunity to physically connect in person. There's nothing more powerful than a tangible hug, than a tangible opportunity to connect. But not everybody can do that right away. So the balance for us was finding that online connection and in-person connection. And connection remains the theme and underlying tone of our community and of what we do. So I have to stay connected to my vision of what my community means and why we are doing what we are doing to remain on the path toward the success that I'm seeking in it. So it's really important to connect with those three things. But I do feel appreciation for the community because they uh, they do allow me to focus on those things that I find that so many other people find success through. And that's preparation, consistency, and a passion and connection to vision. Beautiful. And I think that theme of connection, kind of that meta theme, I could almost say, that encompass, encompasses all the other elements, that's something that every entrepreneur craves. So whether it's connection to yes. uh, a tangible product or a new service or a new way of doing things or a group of people or a tribe that needs support, um, the yes. vision is sparked by the desire for connection. So I think that's that's a huge takeaway and something to kind of sit with and marinate in if you're feeling that listening to this now. So um, there, I'm <laughs> yeah. sure there are people out there who are like, wow, I'm in a nine to five job or a nine to nine job or whatever yeah. the job looks like, or maybe not yeah. in a job. Maybe they're, they are a new parent or they're between jobs or at a transition point after school oh and, and really looking for something 
not just what's next, but what's now. So we focus a lot on what's next for me, but I'm a big proponent of, well, what's now for you? What can you focus on now? So what advice do you have for kind of budding entrepreneurs who are looking to activate a vision or maybe get in touch with a vision? Honestly, I would say stop trying to do it all. The biggest, biggest mistake I see budding entrepreneurs and people that are maybe thinking about leaving a nine to five or transitioning from one journey to the next or, you know, um, try maybe they're new to motherhood and they're trying to find something to kind of recapture a sense of self or a different purpose other than just motherhood. Um, and what I see consistently is that uh, they're trying to do too much. So whether it's multiple different businesses or they've decided on a business and they want to do this particular thing, but they're trying to uh, market on Facebook and connect in community groups and uh, post Craigslist ads. And, you know, we're cleaning houses in between jobs to try to make ends meet. And there's no time to really cultivate the business. So I would say that people really need to stop trying to take in all the advice coming from everywhere. Because there is advice coming from everywhere. And when that's a full-time that, job, just listening to advice. Absolutely. To when you have that, that new <laughs> entrepreneurial journey, that mompreneurial journey, just results in overwhelm, which is absolutely the counterproductive result of what you're trying to do. So if you stop trying to do it all, focus, focus, focus on your vision and exactly what it is you're wanting and do just one thing at a time. For example... Conference hangover is a common thing, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. People, entrepreneurs particularly, get sucked into the personal development, business development cycle, and they go to these big conferences. So I have my retreat coming up, which is kind of a hybrid of a conference and a retreat. And uh, people leave with what's called conference hangover. They're hit with so many ideas that they leave going, I walked in feeling successful and now, oh my gosh, I don't know how to do all of this. And I'm sucking at everything. And, you know, I thought I could do this. I can't do this. Oh, my gosh. What do I do? <gasps> and then they leave feeling defeated and overwhelmed and unsuccessful. And it's horrible. And the reason why is they're trying to do it all or they think they should be doing it all. And in reality, what they should be doing is choosing one thing and doing that first thing well and then moving on to the next thing. So for example, I have a rule for myself that if my focus is monetization of our community of Mommies Hiring Mommies to get funds into Mommies Hiring Mommies so that we can grow the organization and impact more women, my focus is not going to be Facebook ads and Instagram and community groups and all of these things. My focus is going getting to the core of what our community is about asking my community what it is that they want and then focusing on how I convert that one thing into a better opportunity for them. So for example, for my community, we're getting ready to launch memberships. So we're going to have $10 a month paid memberships and they get certain rewards for that membership every month. And it allows them the opportunity to connect and cultivate more connection online while also driving some basic education to help develop them into the entrepreneur they desire. So I would say do one thing and do it really well. And then when you do that one thing really well, you can move on to the next thing. And you get known for that. <clears throat> That's something yes. that 
when you don't try to spread yourself so thin. It's kind of the myth of the well-rounded person. We all yeah. think, oh, I want to be well-rounded. No. Well, you can do that, but then those sharp, pointy corners that you're shaving off are actually those strengths that make you stand out, even if they jab somebody because they're uncomfortable because you're so sure. excellent. Um, so the, the what you just shared reminds me, when I was at UCLA as an undergrad, um, one of my mentors said, Leslie, you can do it all, which was like, yeah, I can. She's like, yep. you just can't do it all at once. Yeah, it's like, oh, yes, yes. that still lands so true, especially now as a mompreneur. Um, mm-hmm. That's absolutely yeah. true. And so kind of choosing your focus and whether you've experienced that kind of conference overwhelm hangover, or maybe it's just you go to a conversation, um, like an informational interview or a coffee conversation with somebody that you've been admiring and they finally connected with you and you're able to then make that that build that bridge to get that insight and now you just are like wow now what do I do the deer in headlights right like, now what yes. like just do the next right thing you don't have to have the game plan so while Ashley you mentioned vision I think vision is such it's like a beacon it's um kind of like that lighthouse calling you towards something yes. it doesn't give you the exact trajectory though it just kind of summons you towards a common trajectory I would uh, actually add this um Leslie if you are on your entrepreneurial journey, if you're listening to this and you're on your entrepreneurial journey, maybe you're at the beginning, maybe you're at the middle, maybe you've been in it for 10, 15 years. If you suddenly find that your journey is not finding the success or the result that you're searching for, I would urge you to pull back. Money will come, money will go. You can find ways to scrimp and save while you pull back. But I would pull back and reevaluate your vision. Not just your, you know, business and what it's doing and how it's doing. I would really encourage you from the bottom of my heart to take time away. If you can by yourself, that's the best. But if you can't, find a way to carve out time and reflect about why it is you're doing what you're doing, what it means to you, how it makes you feel, because feelings are important. Feelings drive so much of what we do. If this didn't feel good doing mommy's hiring mommies, if it didn't feel powerful, if it didn't feel impactful, I wouldn't be doing it. So connect with why you're feeling, how you're feeling and how you want to feel. And then refocus the vision for your entrepreneurial journey for your business against how you want to feel and make sure that how you're currently feeling that frustration is fixed. Reconnect with that vision. That's my biggest piece of advice. If you're on the journey and it's not working, step back, step back, find a way to step back and retool and you will be forever grateful and you will find rapid growth after that if you do it properly, I promise. Yeah, absolutely. And it's getting that different perspective. So I think that's, that's such sage wisdom and and advice. And uh, when I, when I founded my company lead with intention, people are like, well, what, what does lead with intention mean? Mm. It's, It's just what you said. It's having that intention or that vision of what do I want to cultivate? Who do I want to be in this world? And then putting legs under it and leading in that way, not just haphazardly doing and hoping it turns out in your favor. So putting, <laughs> putting your core values behind your actions. Um, so as we wrap up today, Ashley, is there anything else that you wanted to highlight or share? I think the biggest thing is just do what makes you happy. So many people do what people think they should do or do something because they think it's what they're supposed to do. And 
I want to encourage everybody listening that at the end of the day, if what you do does not bring you joy, it's not what you should be doing. So if you're in a nine to five, or maybe if you're on an entrepreneurial journey and it's just not turning out the way you hope, I would encourage you to throw away the fear of judgment or the fear of failure and accept that you can pivot anytime you want. And pivoting can be reshaping your business to make it bring you joy or reshape your life to support the business and the passion and the family you want. Or it can also be going back to a nine to five because you realize an entrepreneurial journey is not for you. So I want to encourage everybody to make sure that their life is bringing them joy, that what they're doing in business, in life, and in family, and maybe in parenthood, mompreneurhood, like we all are in here in my community, make sure it brings you joy. And if it doesn't, let's figure that out. And if you know there's big decisions that need to be made, don't be afraid of what other people are going to think. Because at the end of the day, if you're not happy, it doesn't matter what other people think. All that matters is that you're serving the purpose that you want, and you're finding the joy that you need. So I want everybody to walk forward today with a joy mindset. And if you're not joyful, find what's missing to ensure that you find that joy. Hmm. Thank you, Ashley. And just to kind of piggyback on that, there's this idea of, well, if I'm not happy, then it, it's not working. And that doesn't mean that every moment has to be this joy-packed experience and perfect. Sure. Right? Oh, no, it's, goodness. It's more of the, the pathway <laughs> and the vision, right? So I know there are times in my business, and I love what I do. I'm so blessed. And there are times I still have to sit with Excel spreadsheets and figure out how to make <laughs> it happen, right? I have to really dive deep into that. So really figure out a way to connect, figure out a way to find your joy and live out your passion. Absolutely. And yes, there will always be things that you don't enjoy doing in your business, but that is part of business too. Absolutely. Oh, it's yeah. huge. Thank you so much again, Ashley, for being with us today. It's just so, so amazing to connect with another mompreneur and hear about your journey, your vision, and all this amazing advice that you've shared with us. So if you're looking to learn more about Ashley and her work, and especially if you're a mompreneur or a budding mompreneur wanting community, please check out mommieshiringmommies.com. It is just an amazing resource. Um, if you're in the Sacramento area, we'd love to connect with you and get you plugged in as well. Uh, and this month, as you continue exploring entrepreneurship, I also invite you to check out my site, leadwithintention.com. We have some more insight and perspectives on the topic, as well as some beautiful social media graphics and inspiration to kind of keep you motivated along your journey, as well as some external resources to give you some more food for thought. So we just are excited that you're part of our community and our tribe, and we really want to invite you to join this wholehearted leadership revolution as you continue leading with intention. <laughs>